Now, here's Frank Shelton. to introduce our guest today here in the studio with us, Frank Shelton from Frank Shelton Global, and he's written the book, Urgency. Welcome to the program. Tom, it's an honor to be back, and Miss Kathy, uh, you guys are amazing. And it was uh, 14 years ago today that I had left my Capitol Hill job by faith, and shortly after I made that step of faith, I had the honor to be on Rejoice with TCT, yeah. and God orders our steps, and to be back at this time uh, I wouldn't have had it any other way, but I just want to say thank God and thank TCT. So it's great to be with you. Yeah, it's great to have you with us. And I know you have a uh, tremendous uh, testimony background. We've uh, talked a little bit about that uh, earlier today. We did an interview for TCT today, so our Amen. viewers can look forward to that. But I wanted to ask you to share with us about this uh, book, Urgency. Uh, what led you to write it and uh, why do you feel it's so important for this time we're in? Yeah, well, um, Number one, ever since I was little, I either thought I was on my way out or God was on his way back. And I'm no female, but you get 37, 38, 39, they have this biological clock, it's ticking. And you just know if we're gonna have a child, some doctors call it a high risk pregnancy. And mm -hmm. if you're gonna have one, it's probably now. I mean, Sarah in the Old Testament was 100, <laughs> but in today's age, um, it's now or never. Yeah. And I just knew that I knew that the Lord was coming very soon. So when I quit my Capitol Hill job by faith, it was 2020, I was booked in 10 countries in 12 months. I just preached in Africa. I just preached in communist Nicaragua. I just preached in India. And I was boarding a plane to preach to 100,000 Muslims in Taliban territory in Pakistan. Wow. And I was getting ready to fly and you say, why in the world would you go? One, God called me to do the work of an evangelist. Two, Red, yellow, black, and white were all precious in his sight. And three, Jesus loves the Muslims. The catch is, as an evangelist, I was hoping the Muslims would fall in love with Christ. See, the good news is only good news if it arrives on time. Mm. The first two-thirds of God's name is go. The first two letters of gospel is go. The first two letters of good news is go. We have a green light from God to get going, but most saints on Sunday have been satisfied sitting on the sidelines and Christianity isn't a spectator sport. So as I'm getting ready to preach and they said, quote, you can come, but you may not come home. I don't know any other pastor in America would buy his own ticket. I was flying by myself to Pakistan. I mean, Kathy, people ask me why I shop at Walmart. You preach the gospel, Target's already on my back. Can I get an amen? <laughs> but the wild thing is I was not only dying to preach the good news, I was willing to die that they would receive the good news. And the next day, March 9th, 2020, two weeks slow the curve, the president suspended all travel from the east. The crusade never happened. But the name of the book, Why in the World Would You Go? is one, God said go, and two, there was an urgency. I knew for some time the walls were caving. The picture of my book is an hourglass and the sand of time is about slipped through. And I just believe he that wins souls is wise. So when everything fell apart, all of my friends, I did, 20 years on Capitol Hill. I got an award of all places at the United Nations. I volunteered in four White Houses. For five years, I was on staff with Dr. Billy Graham. And between the politics and the pastoring, I was able to connect the dots to where we were with end time prophecy. And uh, I just, they said, write a book. And in five weeks, I typed 235 pages. I was reading it as God and I were writing it. But I'm giving away heaven and all hell came against me in three weeks. Three successive Saturdays. One, my car died on top of a bridge. Two, 
my 235-page manuscript, I just preached for Pastor Rodney Howard Brown in Tampa, who was the first pastor in America to get arrested during the lockdown. I'm preaching for him 4th of July, the next Saturday. I come home and Microsoft Edge started downloading an application that I didn't even ask for. The files started moving and it deleted the 235-page book that I just wrote mm. a month before going to editing. It was supposed to come out last October. And then the next week, I walk out of my house and I get bit by a four-foot snake coming out of my house. Oh my so I got a dead car, a dead book, and either a dead author or a dead snake. Because <laughs> at seven in the morning, everything looks poisonous. But I had to go through a little bit of hell to deliver heaven. So I have already wrote it twice. I've lived it once. But I'm hoping it'll be the third time for the audience. But praise God, it just came out last week. It, it was the number one new release on Amazon. Wow for all of Christianity and evangelism. So I know it's an on-time word, and uh, you could go right now to Amazon, type in Frank Shelton Urgency, and I'm telling you, it is an on-time word. Uh, wow. But it, it's the wildest ride in the amusement park, but I'm just thrilled to be back on set with you all. Well, that is incredible. Now, with the events that have happened in the past year, year and a half, the yeah. pandemic that you've talked about, not just uh, that, I think, Obviously, that's probably affected everybody in one way or another, uh, but we've seen political unrest. We've seen yeah. civil unrest of all sorts of different kinds. We've seen an increase in uh, wildfires and hurricanes and yeah. so many different things. And it seems like the world has just kind of flipped upside down in the past year. And, and many people are saying, is this the end times? Where are we at yeah. in uh, the biblical calendar? And so for that word urgency, I yeah. think we need to be aware uh, there should always be an urgency to our ministry, but I think now more than ever people realize that. And so what is your message for Christians today on how to respond and what we're seeing in the world? Well, number one, I think if we learned anything in the last year, you know, when sports started toppling and NFL is not National Football League, it means not for long. Here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> uh, some of the people we almost idolized, um, you know, we thought it was Kobe when it's the king. We scream LeBron, it's the Lord. And even Jordan needs Jesus. You know, we're so busy looking at Hollywood stars, we need to get back to looking at heaven's sun. And I said earlier, but we're so busy playing checkers, the real battle's at the chess table. You know, we're comparing, is it Mariah Carey or Whitney, when it's really the Lord and Lucifer, it's Satan and the Savior. We're chasing the temporal, we forgot the eternal. And this whole thing is a distraction, it's a diversion, it's brought division, but if we stay over here, we're all gonna die. But we need to get back to the Lord. You know, he that wins souls is wise. I got saved. In 1979, at age seven, in 1982, we had a contest where whoever brought the most kids to VBS would win a prize. I'm going to a church running 33. The pastors had nine people in his family. Five was in my family, and God used me in 1982 at age 10 in one week to bring 22 friends oh, to wow. vacation Bible school at a church running 33. And then three years later, I go to a movie, and it was a chance to spend the weekend with Sylvester Stallone, and I entered it, and my godmother and I won. They flew us to Beverly Hills in 1985, and my godmother and I gave Stallone a Bible and the gospel in 1985. But see, I didn't start out with, you know, the famous. I started out with friends. I didn't start out in Hollywood. I started out by my house. But because when you're willing to share with anonymity, you don't get scared if you're standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with celebrity. Mm -hmm. And then 30 years from the day to bring in 22 to vacation Bible school, I was the evangelism chairman of the 2012 Olympic Games in London. We saw 1,054 people get saved at the 2016 Olympic Games in Rio. Wow. And when the COVID hit in 2020, I was supposed to be in Tokyo tonight. 
And this is the first time in Olympic history that we can think of they wouldn't even allow the chaplains to come minister to our Olympians. While they're going for gold, we were going to give them God. So I'm cheering for them. But again, the real game is not at the checkers table. It's the chess. But more than ever, what breaks my heart, 90% of Christians will live their whole life and never once lead anybody to Jesus. And so with the book, Urgency is twofold. If you're not sure you're going to heaven, today's the day. Jesus said, today's the day of salvation. He didn't say next Thursday. He didn't say tomorrow. He said, today is the day of salvation. I think if anything with the pandemic, our false idols fell and the only one still standing is the Lord himself. So it was a space of grace for you to find his face. And when the dust settled and the clouds cleared, Christ is the only thing worth looking at because he's still standing taller than ever. And then the other thing is my dad graduated from the FBI and there was a thing called 10 Most Wanted. And I would encourage all your viewers tonight around the country, name 10 friends, family, fiance, neighbor, niece, nephew, colleague, coworker, classmate, who is either on the fence, been hurt by church, or don't know Christ as Savior. And if the FBI has 10 most wanted who are terrorists, who are the 10 friends that couldn't be on your radar to share the love of God because hell is too long to be wrong? And my friends say, oh, I don't believe in hell. Well, newsflash, hell believes in you. <laughs> and you know, one nanosecond in hell, everybody's a believer. You may have not believed in Christ going down, but once you're down, you're gonna think, my goodness, the devil duped me. The Lord didn't lie, and hell's too long because I was wrong. So I would just want to tell everyone we got to get our hearts in order. We got to get our house in order. And some of us need to get our heads in order. We got to get a checkup from the neck up. <laughs> We've had some stinking thinking. And you know what? I've never met the person who lived for the Lord, but hell's filled with regrets that I should have got him while I could. And I just want to encourage your user it's more than getting a book. I know I got a word. But I'm preaching his word, and I believe we tell, make history every time we share his story. You know, it's not about meeting stars. It's about falling in love with the sun. Because soon and very soon, the king is coming. And I worked in four White Houses of both parties. I had the honor to minister personally to Vice President Biden at his son's casket when Obama was still president. And I love this prayer on purpose. I'm not dropping names. I was on the had a White House operator one time on the phone, will you hold for the President of the United States? It was President Obama. What am I gonna say? Man, I was on my way to Walmart. Can I call him back? <laughs> then I'm on the phone, will you hold for the President of the United States? It's Trump. See, I made up a point a long time ago. I wanted more than one political party at my funeral. I have this saying, if you only hang out with folks who look like you, talk like you, and vote like you, you don't look like Jesus. Paul was all things to all men. My former boss, Billy Graham, pastored 13 presidents and six he didn't vote for. But when they asked him, are you after the right wing or the left wing? He said, I'm going after the whole bird because <laughs> everybody needs Jesus. So I just believe the church has been good going after the poor, but somehow we failed to go after the powerful. And for the last four years, I lead a weekly Bible study to state senators. That's another reason I felt compelled to reach Olympians. That's another reason my godmother and I gave the gospel to Stallone. It's not that we could drop names, it's that we could lift up the greatest name. And you know, what people really need at the end of the day is they don't need another Ferrari, they need forgiveness. They could have a house on cribs, but the key is, have you been to the cross? And it's not about having bling and championship rings. Do you know the king?
because hell's too long to be wrong. Wow, that's really good. Now, I, I want to just go back and highlight something you said, which was uh, everybody make a list of, of 10 friends or co-workers or, or people that you know. Uh, and, and I just want to say, don't just kind of think about it or see if you can list 10 in your head. Write those names down, pray over them, and then do something uh, to speak to them. And, and, and that's what I want to ask you about because I think many people are hearing what you're saying and saying, that's great. My, you know, my pastor needs to do a better job reaching the lost or, you know, TCT, you keep putting out Christian television and, and we need these uh, television evangelists. We need these different people. But uh, we've all been called as Christians Absolutely. to uh, spread the gospel, to go into all the world, make disciples. And so uh, what would you say to that person? Maybe they've been praying for revival. Right. Maybe they've been wanting uh, their pastor or someone to reach uh, the lost. But, but what should all of us be doing Amen. in this season to act with a sense of urgency? Well, great question. I think, first of all, if you're born again, you're in the ministry. Yeah. And uh, number two, you can repeat after me, raise your right hand, you on the couch, repeat after me, I'm now deputized to evangelize. You can put your hand down. <laughs> Amen. Uh, if God could use me at age 10 to bring 22 people to vacation Bible school. He can use you to encourage one or two this week. You know, text a friend, call them. Hey, I've been told 80% of the people invited to church will actually consider coming. The worst they can say is no. And if they say no, they're really not saying no to you. They're temporarily saying no to God. And when I hear no, I actually hear not now. But down the road, when the bottom falls out, and one day it will, you may be the only church. You may be the only ambassador. You may be the only representative. But I would just encourage you just to show love, you know, treat them to a cup of coffee. And people will not argue what God has done for you. And they may not always agree with theology, but they cannot disagree with your testimony. I was lost, now I'm found. I'm a sinner. I met the Savior. I was on my way to hell, and praise God, I'm on my way to heaven. And I would just encourage you to be intentional. Um, I've done 187 funerals as an ordained minister since 1998, and I've never once seen a U-Haul behind the hearse. Now, see, we can't bring our stuff to heaven, but we can bring some souls to heaven. And I can't bring possessions to heaven, but I can bring people to heaven. And if you look at the news, you're going to think, that according to beer commercials, it's going to be a bunch of bikinis and beer and babes and bikes on a beach. And they're going to make you think that hell's going to be the greatest party of all time. Well, newsflash, once you've met the king of kings, you don't need the king of beers. Can I get an amen? <laughs> I may get sued, but that was good preaching. Amen. <laughs> but the wild thing is I just believe, you know, down south, oh, friends don't let friends drive a Ford. And one guy says, well, friends don't let friends drive a Chevy. Well, I believe friends don't let friends miss Jesus. And I'm just chasing hell with a water gun saying three things. God loves you. And he didn't only die to save you. He's dying to hang out with you and he's dying to use you. You know, if, if you get used by the world, you feel like trash. But when you're used by God, it's the greatest treasure. You know, the greatest high is to be used by the most high. You don't need crack when you've been touched by Christ. And heroin has nothing on heaven. And it's a privilege. Um, I have friends, uh, my wife and I Saturday had dinner with a member of Congress. I have a friend who's an ambassador at the UN. But greater than that, we're kids of the king. We're a royal priesthood. You know, we have that rich, red, royal blood in our veins. And you're not a wannabe when you've met the winner. 
And I'm just telling you, soon and very soon, the Lord's coming. And coming to Jesus is easy as the ABCs. All you have to do is admit that you're a sinner. Be, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved. But here's the catch. The demons believe and tremble with fear. See, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I'm telling you, heaven is just a prayer away. And uh, if, if you've never trusted Christ, maybe today's the day. Just whisper a simple prayer like this. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, but you're the Savior. I heard my whole life that Jesus died for the world, but it makes sense today on TCT. If it was just me, Jay-Z didn't die for me, but JC died for me. A president didn't die for me. A pope didn't die for me. A prime minister didn't die for me, but the Prince of Peace, the Son of the living God, died for me. And while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. Come into my heart. I want to repent from my past. And they put you in a tomb. Today, Confucius is dead. Muhammad is dead. Buddha is dead and religion is dead. But I'm putting my trust in the living Lord. On the third day, he rose again. And when our world is upside down and good is called evil, I have hope because Jesus is my hope. Save my soul, be my best friend, and take me to heaven when I die. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Yes. And if you just prayed that prayer, I'm going to kick it back to you, but write in and tell them today's the greatest day of my life. I just got born again. Well, thank you. And uh, yes, we do want to encourage people that just prayed that prayer. Uh, give us a call, 1-800-232-9855. Uh, tell the prayer partner that you uh, just prayed to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you didn't pray that prayer just now, but you want to pray with someone. Those prayer partners can also lead you uh, through the sinner's prayer and, and lead you in a prayer of salvation. And uh, we have a, a free gift package that we want to send out to uh, all those that make that uh, decision. And this is a free gift uh, from the ministry. Uh, we send it to everyone that makes that decision to accept uh, Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And uh, we just think these resources will be a great tool and helping you start that walk uh, with God. And it comes with a magnet you can put up to. Just remind you, it says God loves you so very much that he will never, ever give up on you. A welcome to the family booklet, a, a book of scripture memory cards that you can use to uh, memorize some of those key foundational scriptures, a new birth certificate to represent being born again, a New Testament Bible, as well as a pamphlet on how to study the Bible. Make sure you get the most out of that Bible study time. A pamphlet that says, what's so great about heaven? It'll help you understand what does it mean to uh, know that you're going to heaven someday. This uh, uh, prayer of salvation you've just prayed. What does it mean not only when you get to heaven, but here on earth, as well as a, a daily Bible reading calendar. If you follow along with this, you'll read through the entire Bible in one year. And again, that's our free gift uh, from the ministry. But uh, Frank Shelton, thank you so much it's for sharing honor. with us today. It's been such a blessing thank you, uh, to be with thank you. Thank you, Judge. And uh, yes, we want to um, encourage our viewers, get the book Urgency by Frank Shelton. And I know they can get it uh, anywhere books are sold. And to find out more about Frank's uh, ministry, go to frankshelton.com. 